This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Okay, let's talk about this refugee issue because we've been hearing a lot more about this in recent months. Now, you've got uh, Montreal's mayor this week saying that this uh, is not a crisis. Well, okay, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Depends on how you define the term in the first place, but certainly it's an issue, right? It's a headache, if nothing else. Uh, that we've got a safe third country agreement with the United States in that if you arrive in Canada, that's where you claim refugee status and you're dealt with here. If you arrive in the United States, you're dealt with there. Right? So the agreement is to, to preclude people from country shopping, to try your luck in one and then try your luck in the other. Now, the problem is, once someone sets foot on Canadian soil, they claim refugee status. Then we need to review it. At some point, we can say, nope, see you later. But that, that's a long process. So under the Safe Third Country Agreement, if someone shows up at a border crossing from the U.S., well, you're already in the U.S. You're not getting in. Someone wanders across the border, then they're here. They're on Canadian soil. They can make an asylum claim. So that's been a struggle. The government figures out how to deal with that. So the issue now, and a story today from our next guest, on the kinds of potential security challenges we may be facing, Who are these uh, asylum seekers uh, coming across from the United States into Canada? Some indication, maybe, or a warning to the federal government anyway, that some of these individuals may pose a risk, that some of them may, in fact, have criminal records. Joining us to talk more about all of this, Stuart Bell joins us, national online investigative journalist with Global News, globalnews.ca. Stuart, thanks for joining us here. My pleasure. Okay, so tell us a bit more then about this this document and what this warning is. Well, I guess it addresses the uh, the intentions or motivations of of uh, some of those who are uh, hopping the border or crossing the border illegally. And what um, what this is is the Canada Border Services Agency uh, began looking at um, a phenomenon they were seeing, which is that. In the United States, um, the the government has begun deporting Somali nationals back to Somalia. They began that a few years ago under the Obama administration, and it's continued accelerated under President Trump. Um, Canada, on the other hand, um, has not has a sort of a moratorium on removing uh, people to Somalia because of the security situation there, and. So what this report is saying is that um, what they're finding is that Somali nationals uh, in the states who have criminal records have been, um, because they're concerned that they may be deported from the U.S. back to Somalia, they're illegally crossing the border, especially around Emerson, Manitoba area, um, making their way uh, into Canada and making refugee claims under false uh, identities. And just to give you an example, there was a fellow um, uh, found wandering along the side of the highway near Emerson. The, uh, he was picked up by border officers. Uh, he said that he had just been in the U.S. for a short amount of time, I think two months, he said. And he barely spoke English, and he wanted to make a refugee claim. Well, when they actually fingerprinted him and checked out who he really was, he'd given them a false name. He'd been living in the States for 12 years and had a long criminal record. So, um, and this is not the only case. There's been a number in which a similar type of thing has happened. So there's a concern, and this is what this report is about, that basically Somalis with criminal records are attempting to flee across the border 
in order to uh, to sort of take advantage of the larger situation that's going on. Right, and I guess they got nothing to lose. If the U.S. has already decided they're deported, then what's the worst that's going to happen if they flee into Canada? Yeah, and they're not going to be deported to Somalia if they come to Canada. The worst that happens to them is they get sent back to the United States. Right, and that's become a dilemma for, for Canada because presumably at some point we would decide that, no, they, these are not legitimate asylum seekers, that they don't get to stay here. So what do we do with them? We can't send them to Somalia. We've decided for now we're not going to send them to Somalia, but if we send them to the U.S., that's essentially the same thing. Yeah, and there's, uh, this report looks at the broader issue as well of uh, what's called inadmissibility. That's basically people who have come to, can- to Canada uh, they're yeah, as permanent residents or refugees, but uh, over time, uh, their backgrounds surface and they're deemed to be not eligible to be in Canada. And there's about for the three-year period that they looked at, uh, there was about 164 of them. There was a few that there were war crimes issues, there was terrorism, um, but the most part, it was uh, the concerns had to do with criminality. And, um, and, you know, of course, as we were saying, um, they're not being removed to, uh, to Somalia for, you know, for quite understandable reasons, frankly. The country's uh, a mess. But um, particularly, I think the concern here that they're raising has to do with within the larger movement of people that are crossing the border into Canada from the Somali community uh, who, you know, who have, may have slightly different motivations, uh, there is, there appears to be a criminal element that is trying to sort of capitalize on the situation and uh, and reinvent themselves and leave behind the uh, the criminal past. And some of these people have uh, quite serious records. There's, I think, six of them that were identified that had uh, convictions in the states for sex crimes and in three cases involving minors as victims. Okay, so this report says between uh, tw- 2012 and 2015, 16 Somalis with serious criminal pasts were known to have arrived in Canada. Uh, 11 with records in Minnesota had illegally crossed the border in the same area near Emerson. Uh, they were among 164 Somalis flagged by CBSA for serious crime and national security concerns during that period. It seems as though this has become more intensified in recent months. Do we have any idea what the numbers are? Yeah, I've been trying to figure out the more recent numbers, and I... I... Uh, I'm afraid to admit I just don't have the answer. I haven't been able to get them so far. Um, I guess you could, uh, and this report is dated uh, from last year, because that's just how long it takes to get reports declassified. But um, you could surmise that uh, as the movement of people across the border illegally has accelerated um, over the last year or so, and many of those people have been Somalis, in fact, um, you know, there there may have been, uh, in addition to that, people within that population which have criminal pasts that are that are trying to do this situation. And and the concern, you know, it's not a large number by any means, but the concern uh, expressed by the uh, the border officials in this intelligence report is that it does create a security risk. You know, within within the the movement of people, and you don't know who they are initially. Um, and in these cases, they're lying deliberately about um, about their identities. Right. Now, these people wouldn't necessarily be detained, would they? Because if we knew someone had a criminal record and we were processing their claim, maybe they would. But how are these people being dealt with? Well, in the cases I've seen, you know, it's, it, the system has worked as it 
should have uh, people. When people make a refugee claim, if they if that's the route they chose to they choose to go, they are fingerprinted and uh, background checks are supposed to be run. And you would hope that these things would uh, would pop up. Um, does the system always work? I don't think so. But um, you know, in an, in an ideal world. Eventually, they come to the attention of the authorities, and uh, and there's an attempt to have them removed to the United States. Right, really interesting. Uh, more globalnews.ca. Stuart, uh, thanks for the update on this. I appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Take care. Uh, Stuart Bell, National Online Investigative Journalist for Global News, globalnews.ca. You can find his piece today uh, on this uh, document he obtained. So it's from the Canada Border Services Agency, released under the Access to Information Act. The Somali nationals with criminal records in the U.S. may be attempting to evade justice by claiming refugee protection in Canada. But is the system working? Right. So uh, one example uh, he gives in his story, uh, one in particular involves uh, a national who was, um, well, here's how he writes it. The intelligence reports of the U.S. began deporting Somalis in increased numbers in 2012. Right. So this, this long predates Trump. In June of that year, court records show, CBSA officers found a man walking along a southern Manitoba highway. He said his name was uh, Abdulakir, or Abduladir, something like that, Megan, and that he had been in the U.S. for two months and wanted to make a refugee claim. But a check of his fingerprints identified him as Saeed Abdi, a longtime U.S. permanent resident with what a judge called a lengthy criminal record, including a conviction for improper handling of a weapon. He was deported back to the U.S. Right. So that's what happens. Someone manages to sneak into Canada, make a refugee claim. Well, we're going to figure out who you are. Okay, we've done that. Turns out you've got a lengthy criminal record in the U.S. You ain't staying here. Back to the U.S. you go. Right. So we still have that safe third country agreement with the U.S. So even though the U.S. are likely to deport them to Somalia, that doesn't preclude us from sending them back to the U.S. Uh, as it should be. So... Yeah, I guess we're seeing an increase in these numbers, certainly. But uh, this has been going on for you know, about five years now, at least. And so I think the system can handle it. Wandering across the border is, well, for the most part, it's not an easy task. I guess there, there are some relatively unguarded border crossings. You can kind of walk across or some that are at least closer to some populated areas. But as we've seen in, in Manitoba, I mean, especially in, in the dead of winter, it's a long, dangerous, cold trek. And it's, it's a very large border, right? So how do we balance all of this? Sure, there's some cost involved in processing all of these claims. But obviously, we're going to flood the border with people. That's going to entail some tremendous cost as well. 403-974-8255 is our number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.